Hello and welcome to FM On Demand with Tara Fitzpatrick. I'm your host, Tara Fitzpatrick. Today we have a really fun podcast and it's with an old friend, Josh Ingram. We first met him, I think he was at the Cleveland Clinic, and then later he was a chef for the Cleveland Indians baseball and they're now now called the guardians and now he's back at the cleveland clinic and the cool thing about this guy is he just cares a lot about healthy eating and communities we get into all those different things and also fun fact he's one of the winners of our most recent healthcare recipe contest so he talks about the plant-based crab cakes that he makes and i have gotten to know just his family a little bit over the years because we're all in the cleveland area um his wife and i are both cat lovers and advocates of cat rescue and as you can see this guy Elfie back here he came from the Lakewood Animal Shelter that um, she does some volunteer work with so lots of full circle moments anyway please enjoy our conversation and thank you so much for watching and listening all of your guests deserve the best that means meeting every need and diet with options that don't sacrifice on deliciousness or indulgence. Rich's plant-based portfolio offers the most on-trend and accommodating solutions in the market. Pizzas, sandwich rolls, desserts, and more. Our plant-based healthcare solutions offer the versatility you need to serve better for you, better tasting meals your staff and guests will love. Learn more at richeshealthcare.com. Welcome, Josh. Thank you for being here. Tara, yeah, it's so great to see you. Likewise. Guys, Josh is an old friend. Um, we have just known each other for a long time, and he's my neighbor. He lives in Lakewood, Ohio, and I'm here in Lorraine, Ohio. So we're within like a good half hour of each other. And yeah, so let's, I wanted to catch up first of all. Let's talk about your new job, because the last time that we really talked, you were interviewing for it. You got yeah. it? So tell us all about it. Um, what an uh, incredible journey my food life has brought me, right? So, yes. and I knew like early, actually as I was a kid, I knew food was going to be a big player in who I was growing up, right? So uh, I didn't really make it as a baseball player, but it still led <laughs> me to, to some cool experiences, you know, through the major league uh, as the chef for the Cleveland Indians and so forth. So, but I was just always yearning for, you know, that connectivity where I can make the biggest impact as a chef. And I think that's where the question kind of goes back to is like, why would I apply you know, to, to join Airmark Healthcare Plus and, and like get into healthcare for the second time, you know, kind of like, yeah. that's, you know, because that's a choice, right? The first time mm -hmm. I might have been, you know, whoops, you know, I, I was like <laughs> looking for something new, right? But yeah, yeah. Um, always for me, it's, the, it's always about the bigger picture, bigger goal. And, uh, you know, so I had this opportunity to join the team as a senior uh, culinary and wellness director and really kind of like adding a layer to the Cleveland Clinic system here regionally in, in Cleveland. So we've got uh, 12 regional hospitals. Uh, so it's a lot of patients, a lot of different services. I think that's what the main difference is between the location is that they're not cookie cutter for sure. No, um, right. The wide range of services that they offer, the high acuity. So like the cases are really tough. Uh, and oh, as yeah. you can imagine in the kitchen, it uh, makes it for a very interesting, you know, challenge of a single day to make sure we can meet the needs of each of those patients per oh, meal, yeah. right? Oh yeah. And the Cleveland so, Clinic is world-class. Like in case yeah. um, people don't know, people come from all over the world to come here. And anytime that like friends or relatives have needed like a big, serious surgery, I'm so happy that this is our hospital, Cleveland Clinic. Yes. Yeah. It, it's a phenomenal organization yeah. and they're very driven and clear in their goals. So yeah, mm -hmm. for as a food professional to be associated with them, it's, it's exactly where you want to be, right? So Whenever you talk about food trends and what can we do from food, it's 
Um, I love thinking back, like how far like food has been recognized as medicine, you know, Hippocrates, like 2000 years ago. But if you For look sure. at, you know, what we've kind of done to ourselves, uh, society, you know, with marketing and just like, you know, targeting certain demographics, like we really kind of are still confused as a whole, of what we're supposed to eat for food, right? So yeah, it, I think there's still an incredible opportunity going forward with, you know, prescribing meals, prescribing food, and really converging right. those to making, you know, so food is medicine, mm-hmm. but in a reality. And so we've been talking right. about it, but it hasn't really come come to life yet. Um, but I think this is an interesting point of one of our topics that we'll go through is that, you know, what yeah. do we see it for the future? And, and you know, plant-based was pretty hot a few years ago, but yeah. uh, we know that's not going to stay, but it's a whole like, you know, maybe some of the choices we've made personally were yeah. where we are at uh, right now with our health. So it's almost like, to your point, Cleveland Clinic is so good at what they do. When you come in and they say, we're going to have to, ro- you know, complete surgery on your heart with a robot. You're yeah. like, sure. Yeah, of uh-huh. course. <laughs> but when you come in for the same moment, you're trying to choose what you have, what you want to eat on the menu, but it's, yeah. it's kind of contradicting in the sense if you think about it, right? So we've got, you know, one part is being, you know, uh, directed and prescribed and the other part is still kind of free will. And I feel like there's right. more to what we're made up of, right? It's, we're made up of everything that we eat and everything we eat eats, right? So it's kind of an amazing I like where we're at in that sense. Yeah. Our our process. So yeah, like where you're, where you're coming from and we are seeing a lot more um, kind of specific because the idea of food as medicine, it was, as you said, kind of like, it's a little fuzzy. It's like, you eat well, take care of yourself, but like healthcare organizations and their food service departments are really starting to get specific where it's like, here's a, a prescription. And that's a lot of people are kind of looking for that. I mean, tell me what to eat. Yeah. yeah, influencers to do that for us lately, right? Because that's the big trend right now. And just, you know, I know a video really quickly on something that we eat. And it's different. You know, everybody's yeah. lifestyle is completely different. Their needs are different. You know, uh, what what has brought them to that point is different too, right? Oh, yeah. Environments, um, family, just, just like different external factors. So it's culture and it's, yeah. it's what's happening in your life right now. And yeah, there's, and not everybody has like kind of even like a footing for cooking at home is what I've noticed. It's like, that's, we really, I, I really wish that we could change that more. So yeah, working towards that. Good, and, good luck, right? Cause the, it's about, like, how the map used to be before, right? You would, you'd, you'd only go to the store, you know, two or three times a week just to get a small amount for a couple of meals. Yeah. And now it's like, we either load up and we throw away cause we never get to it. I know. Or we turn it to convenience and we just get things delivered to us throughout the week based on our schedule. So it's right. true. It's, it's just not, it's not like how it was before at all. And I can't no, say No, no. And it's yeah. like, well, we never could get back to those old ways. There, mm-hmm. there could be some new ways of looking at it. It's, it's right. really, there's just it's so much to think about. And I wanted to ask you too about, you had a business venture that I got to eat this food. It was amazing. Like I was coming to pick it up for a while when this was like kind of in its infancy. Like it was very yeah. new when I, when I first tried it. And I'm an omnivore, but this was like, the flavors are so good. Like your flavors are so on point. And, you you. know, so talk a little bit about that. This was, you wanted healthy, accessible food for people in our community. This is just what we were talking about. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, my first time uh, in healthcare, I was at the Cleveland Clinic main campus as their system executive chef, just making the leap from sports entertainment where, you know, Cleveland Indians, Celtics, Bruins, like had a good run for it for sure. But yeah. I was finding my purpose within food as fitness and actually I uh, was able to be the pr- uh, private chef for Oda Beckham for a couple of years as well, while I was here in Cleveland. Awesome. So I was putting it to the test and, and the theories were working. And even yeah. you know, Oda was like, 
hey, can you give me some more of those those plants, please? Because he, you know, he's reading the same things. We're all watching Game Changers. You're like, how does how do these plant based items help reduce right. within your body? Um, but it's a deep, deep rabbit hole, right? When you start to get into like lectin foods, things that could possibly bind to your uh, proteins uh, that could cause inflammation on, on top of that as well. So it's like, it's a whole different, yeah, there's so another layer of nutrition yeah. when you're like fueling yeah. your body at that level. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. So the idea was to come up with something simple that on the back end, myself and my cooks could, could, uh, could take care of that part for you. So we'll, we'll figure out the mapping of the food. And make sure that what you guys are eating is clean, as simple as possible. And like you said, explosive and flavored. And so that was based on our experience, just kind of like having to, you know, looking at a, a dish that you'd create almost like the crab cake, which we'll, we'll talk about as well. Mm -hmm. Something that, um, you know, was really important on texture. And I'm from New England. So that was a, that was one you had to nail. And if it doesn't work out, people are gonna be like, that's not like a crab cake. But, yes, you know, um, there's certain flavors, like, you know, with Old Bay that we just associate because of how many yeah. times you've had it with it. Right. So then. Yeah. It's uh, it that's the layers, right? So, and then yeah. you gotta build the nutrition on top of that. So, yeah, the the food venture was a targeted action based on my first experience in healthcare because I I realized I couldn't fix everybody in the hospital. Yeah, uh, it's the clinical nutrition part and uh, the yeah. heroes that work every single day right there. So, keeping yeah. everybody alive is number one. We want to change healthy habits. It's going to probably take place outside the hospital. So, yeah, yeah. I realized that, and I was like, that's what I really want to be a part of. Um, towards the end, I was really lucky to work with Dr. Dean Ornish out of California uh, with his Preventative Medicine Research Institute. And that's when we started really kind of leveraging the Go Buddha philosophies and, and, and kind of meshed it with his uh, to ship out a nationwide program again to uh, patients that were uh, in, a, in a white uh, study for uh, early onset Alzheimer's. So it nice. was healthcare. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's close. It's there, right? There's yeah. it's been past the boom of all these um you know, blue aprons and, you know, kits at home and stuff. Yes. And, uh, but they're still not specific enough where people are, mm -hmm. are eating them and going, Oh, this, this is the one, this is the one company mm -hmm. for the rest mm -hmm. of my life. Because they're just, it's, I think what they're, they're looking at it as a convenient, a convenience uh, technique type, like where now we're going to give you two hours back of your life based on not having to cook. But yeah. that's that two hours, you know, connecting with food, getting the right food, you know, cooking it nutritionally on the spots that's, they're still missing that. Right. So I know I it's valuable. A, it yeah, really a, is. Yeah. yeah. Deeper, deeper trend ahead mm -hmm. of us. You no, know, um, I think so too. Far ahead, but you know, I think there's a tie with glucose with sugar, uh, just uh, developing a, a metabolic ID per se, it's, based on well, what you need per day. With so much diabetes, like that's, that's mm -hmm. a huge deal. Like figuring that out and understanding that like before you have to get like a port put in your arm or you have mm -hmm. to go somewhere every week to do, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it could give people a lot of freedom back too. And yeah. memory care and dementia and Alzheimer's, that's something that I cover a lot too. And it's just like, man, if we could find, cause that's people that have been through it. That's just one of the absolute worst diseases to see your loved one go through. It's just, man. Mm -hmm. And to think that like you could, there's some habits that you could do. There's, there's some certain nutrients that are, can at least give you a better fighting chance, like versus Absolutely. your own genetics, which are out to get you probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, to that point, there's actually some really interesting five-year trends, uh, specifically with children. And in the last five years, there's a decrease in physical activity, but there's also an increase in anxiety and depression, which are both associated to metabolic syndrome. And mm. metabolic syndrome is basically your body not being able to process sugar. 
Uh, we're really good at turning sugar into fat. We're terrible at turning fat into sugar, right? So okay. our bodies are really good at storing these processed foods, basically, right? So mm-hmm. if we can switch that process and give them the whole foods, then it starts to actually trigger the opposite. And we start to break down and, and redistribute what we need to. So yeah, if you think about where we've been, we, we get certainly more face time, more uh, um, screen time, right? These days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're, even my kids at, at school have a Chromebook they carry and they're in kindergarten. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. I mean, you know, AI, I mean, there's, there's reasons yeah. for the technology, but it's also like, it's keeping them from being active. Right. Yeah. And it's transforming just who we are, which is kind yeah. of, it's kind of wild when you think about it, but it is. Yeah, it's, it is. You're right. There's, um, there's a whole, yeah. I think that's the, that's the trend going forward is that we yeah. can, we can find a way, uh, which I know we can, you know, cause there's glucose monitoring out there right now. There's, there's companies like levels and, uh, that you can get those uh, and monitoring. And oh, yeah. by regulating the, the spikes of insulin in your body, the blood sugar, it's uh-huh. really keep your body in kind of like a comfortable state. And so that's, that's part of either we're as a, as a whole, we eat too much all, all day long. Cause we just think we have to have these meals, but we yeah. don't think we need to. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> One of the best, best things I talked about in the recent book, I just wrote how to eat healthy food. Uh-huh. It's uh, fasting. Just, just, yeah. just go to bed a little bit earlier and yeah. just eat breakfast. And like, once you get past that eight hour mark, your body actually runs out of glucose storage, which is all the donuts and everything we ate the day before at the birthday party thinking like, ah, it's just a birthday party. Not a big deal. I'll just eat my eat the donuts today. <laughs> oh man. Our, yeah. our bodies are amazing and, and are. diabolical at the same time. And our, <laughs> our will is, is it's at yeah. odds with it. And tell us yeah. where can, where can people get this book and where can I get it? Cause I'm absolutely going yeah. to read it. <laughs> uh, it's on Amazon right now. Okay. Um, and try to well, use, leverage that tool. Cause everybody can, can utilize that. Um, use Amazon all the time. What is the name I of know, it? Right? It's just called how to eat healthy food. It's going to be a part of a, a four book series where I break down how to eat Yay. paleo, how to eat keto, um, how to eat uh, vegetarian, and then of course, uh, intermittent fasting. So I, feel I like- love that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause going into a diet like that, um, you need some guidance and like, you're, yeah. you're not a registered dietitian, but like, no. <laughs> you, you know, a lot about it. Like I, I completely trust you and Thanks. you, you have just like kind of lived it. So that's, it's what's yeah. so interesting. That was so my, like, my first tour Remember in healthcare. I was like, I was like, yes. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> and so when you get to that place, it's like, well, I really want to be here, you know, yeah. and I really want to make an impact. And, yeah. you know, and so that's why, that's why I came back. I mean, mm-hmm. if I had an, a moment right, to go back to school and get my master's in that, di- you know, dietetics, like that would be something I'd be interested in, but yeah. You don't I need more degrees. Some of the best doctors in the whole world. So it's like, yeah. have a great conversation, ask some more questions. I actually yeah. sit in lectures sometimes too, when I get a chance. Oh, totally. It's an amazing yeah. resource right there that you can kind of yeah. just absorb that for sure. Yeah. So what are um some things that you have been, and then we'll talk about, actually, let's talk about the, um, the crab cake, the faux crab cake first. Mm-hmm. And you are one of the winners of our healthcare recipe contest this year. Congratulations. So and I will put a link in the description here so people can check out Josh's winning entry and our other winners. And I want to try to have some other winners of this on the podcast. So if you're listening and I haven't reached out to you yet, and you'd like to be on the pod, let me know. But this is um, our first winner that we're featuring. So yay, it's it's a plant-based crab cake. And I guess the workhorse of it is hearts of palm. Like yeah. what a crazy vegetarian vegan ingredient, hearts of palm. Like it's, like I, it. I'm hearing yeah, more and more about it lately. 
Yeah, it's one of those things you walk by in the aisle, it's kind of been there, nobody's noticed it. <laughs> you're like, what is it? <laughs> and then you're like, what is that? You kind of move it to get to the artichoke, but it's yep. like a desert artichoke. And so it's literally the heart of a cactus, a palm, right? And that's, that's wow. the outside of it is pretty inedible. And mm -hmm. uh, once you get to this like middle, middle piece, it's just, it's very uh, tender. It's kind of sweet. Uh, okay. But I use it because if you can, de uh, you know, drain it enough, it's going to say, you know, you start to shred actually, and it has that texture like crab. And it's really weird because the ones that you get in the cans, right? They have yeah. this kind of brine to it and it has okay, yeah. kind of like a, an ocean taste. So I don't know if it's that just a simple combination of what they're brining. I think that, yeah. But again, I mean, everything plays a, plays a role, right? When you specifically buy ingredients for something. So it's like, yes. I knew what I was going to get as soon as you crack open that can of fresh hearts of palm, right? <laughs> it's <laughs> right. such a unique, uh, uh, unique thing. Like just artichokes by itself won't give you that texture that you need, but no. artichokes are much um, hardier, right? So they give they're, you that. Yeah. Texture. Yeah. So it's sure. really, you know, the TLC that yeah. goes into pushing all that liquid out of both of those. Uh, and then you start to add your kind of normal suspects, right? In a crab cake. Yep. <laughs> it's Dijon. And, th and this yeah. recipe, because it's plant-based, it was the just mayo, yep. uh, the Old Bay seasoning, garlic, uh, and just uh, fresh mm -hmm. herbs. I think I had a blend of uh, chives, parsley, and dill on that one as well. And so that yeah. just kind of really elevates it. And then uh, on the outside, just dusting it with a little bit of gluten-free panko. So but yeah, once you pan sear it, um, that we paired it with a, um, a jalapeno red pepper jam. Nice. I love the sound of that. Because, yeah, nice some some yeah. heat, you know, because a little that, kick to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The old bay's got some some spice in there, mm -hmm. um, but it's mm -hmm. really fun to pair. You know, to it's kind of like a, um, a healthy by surprise kind of moment where where yes. where the way that the uh, the palate takes on the crab cake and then it uh, interacts with the jam yeah. the heat. It's oh, such an incredible combination that you do actually feel like you're eating a crab cake. So, so cool. like, yeah, when you, when we, there's other ingredients and, um, oh, yeah. you know, when we talk about who, you know, my role and how it's expanded and we just, uh, Steve Schmoller, our vice president now at Airmark Healthcare Plus for uh, food innovation. I mean, he is the mad scientist when it comes to food. Yes. And, and this is, he's a Cleveland yeah. personality that a lot yeah. of people know around here. Very oh. cool. I was happy to hear that he resurfaced over here. I, I didn't know what he yeah. was doing. So great. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, owner of Crop Bistro, yep. um, just an incredible resource and oh, yeah. this guy's got a vision. So yeah. Um, yeah, working with him has been phenomenal. And so to, yeah, to utilize this recipe within our system and then yeah. you know, for just what does a crab cake do for us? It sounds kind of random because we're in Cleveland, like we're not in Maryland, <laughs> but the whole purpose of creating something to an experience was, was that was for them for a moment, for those patients to forget that they were in Cleveland, right? Yes. So yes. And yeah. we are coastal. We have yeah. the North, <laughs> North coast. <laughs> yeah. But it's challenging to kind Cook of, water. you know, things that people are comfortable with, right? And crab cakes, oh, yeah. associate, well, oh, it's crab cakes, asparagus, you know, here's my filet, like <laughs> right. really kind of like ritzy kind of association to it where, you know, yeah. years ago, my first tour in healthcare, I was trying to pump out, you know, everybody needs to eat quinoa and, you know, and what was the <laughs> of the day, right? But as you, yeah. as I realize, you know, patients are getting in, in there, they're eating this stuff for the first time in their life. They're like, well, I feel terrible yeah. today and I'm eating something that tastes like sawdust and I have no idea why I'm eating this. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm totally outthinking this. So it's, that's so yeah. interesting how you evolved. Cause it's kind yeah. of like, yeah. Like when you're like the wisdom that comes with experience, it's like, you kind of come in like all like quinoa blazing. And then it's like, you kind of like, you observe people. <laughs> and a mommy hummus, like watch it out. <laughs> and you, right, you see where people are coming from and you kind of, you relate to it in a different way. Cause yeah, the first time um, that I toured with you at the Cleveland clinic, 
on your first tour, you were younger. I was younger. We all were. I remember I didn't have a pen with me. And one of the lovely people there had to give me, I was like, oh man. And I was not exactly a new reporter at that time. Like I should have had a pen. So we both were, we were struggling a little bit, but we've, we've grown together. And then I visited you at the ballpark, like trying out all the wonderful stadium food that we like to do. So, and now here we are full circle back coming to the Cleveland clinic and I'm going to come visit you at the Avon location this yeah. summer too. So yes. tell me about and the, the Krabby Patty, as I call it, because sure. I love SpongeBob, um, that leads us into like, what are you thinking some food trends that are going to like work especially well for healthcare? So, uh, these, these locations, we've got 12 of them, right? And mm-hmm. they've, you were kind of coming out of the pandemic still, right? When it comes to labor and I'm yeah. and we're not fully recovered from that. So, you know, just really no. still trying to figure out the gap of like, you know, where are these next generation of culinarians that are going to come into healthcare and look at yeah. healthcare like I did as a place mm-hmm. to continue mm-hmm. education myself, right? Just, yeah. to, you know, diversify my skill set and put it into a, an acute area where I'm literally, literally like, you know, feeding people, you know, in a life or death situation sometimes where yeah. there's just tons of meeting, right? So mm-hmm. we're still looking for, uh, for people across the board, mm-hmm. but it's influencing, you know, how these cafes are kind of uh, set up, right? So mm-hmm. the, well, first thing that I did when I was at uh, Progressive Fields, working with the team, we brought in a lot of local restaurants, right? So oh, yeah. that was mm-hmm. kind of, that was a lot of fun. Uh, oh, yeah. We're doing kind of a similar thing here with Healthcare nice. Plus with an opportunity called, uh, um, restaurant row and we're bringing in nice. some local local restaurants so I'm starting to meet with them as well right now to take cool. uh, space and, and a rotation uh, in our in our health location so um, really kind of uh, opening it up open the doors right to uh, leveraging yeah. some of our in- incredible talent here in Cleveland at least so that's that's one there's of the a, there's yeah there. there's so much here this is yeah. yeah and it's I'm okay with it being a hidden gem it's like it's maybe it's not one of those cities where we're like everyone's trying to move here and like we're getting crowded out it's like that's fine well everybody else can stay away we we know what we got here it really yeah. is a gem. <laughs> it's, it's really great I mean I'm, I'm just super excited to see that people are still you know these restaurants are still around I know it's like after the pandemic yeah. my god so bad for so mm-hmm. many of our local restaurants like wow but it's like yeah. it's it's awesome to see see some like phoenixes rising and some new new things coming out too so that's that'll be great to partner with with some local places and especially for people coming out of town they get like if you're stuck in the hospital you're and you're not touring the town exactly but they can get a taste of it cool yeah so we're also working on uh we've we've got what's called a it's good day it's our it's our uh, grab and go selection um, but these are seasonal offerings made in house. Uh, these things are, they're beautiful for, again, convenience kind of um, style location where you can mm-hmm. come down visiting somebody at the hospital, you know, at a yeah. appointments, uh, caregivers coming down at uh, any, any time of the day, actually, some of our locations have adopted the, uh, um, the self-pay. So we're actually, can, okay, hours, cool. a huge change right there too. So yeah, yeah. I think that's going to give us more opportunity for that's those nice. deals we talked about. So these are Willis locations. You're coming down after your your post-op for your outpatient program. And yeah. for 10 weeks, you've got a spot, you know, similar to the last venture I had, where we've got now specific targeted meals based on your recovery method. So okay. I think there's, uh, yeah, there's, there's so many verticals, uh, but that's, mm-hmm. that'd be one is leveraging these, these uh, wellness locations. They used that to be, is. you know, there used to be come in, get a hot meal, uh, go back to, go back to work, but we're really trying to, you know, again, bring in more of that education and marketing uh, in, into the direction of these whole, um, yeah. and folded in with like the convenience and the, mm-hmm. the grab and go of it all for sure, yeah. which people definitely appreciate when they're visiting a friend or loved one there for the retail side of it, for sure. Yeah. 
And for, for the staff there, I'm sure like coming home after a long shift and grabbing something, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think we were trained after the pandemic, every, the learning curve on technology, that was it. That was the time. And now grandma has got everything on the phone too. Right. So we've got going in that direction of where they have it accessible to them at all times. Um, And then how do we, you know, evolve our technology to meet what we have, you know, in the back. So it accelerated so much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And actually to take a little bit of a left turn, I wanted, I wanted to go back and yeah. you had mentioned like how just kind of worrying as a lot of parents our age do about like kids growing up completely with screens and computers. But I just wanted to say like, from what I see on Facebook, you and your wife are doing oh. such a good job. Your kids are playing outside. They are doing art and your wife and I have so much in common. I only have met her in person like once or twice, but yeah. we kind of have become friends just over Facebook. Yep. Um, we both care so much about cats and yes. stray cats. The other day. <laughs> she's she yeah. does so much for that. And that the group that she works with in Lakewood, I'm familiar with them too. One of my cats came from them. Alfie came from them and um the claws. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Citizens yeah. of Lakewood. Yes. And yeah, I have, I have six cats and one feral outside. Yeah, we've got three ferals. <laughs> just, yeah, just yeah. taking care of them. It's such a good thing to do. And it's such, and, and she organizes pet food drives and volunteers with that kind of stuff. So great. Really cool. Just being a part of the community. I guess I just wanted to give a shout out. <laughs> yeah, today's, today's her birthday too, actually. So are you serious? Yeah, oh my day. gosh. Kinda, Happy kinda birthday. Let us in right now. <laughs> uh, so cool. So, so she's a Taurus. She is. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Strong. My boyfriend yeah. is a Taurus too. They're just strong, solid, earthy, best people. Love oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Well, happy birthday to her. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Very cool. And yeah. And I want to, so are you doing this kind of delves into the next question, like with your busy fam, um, what are you doing for go-to weeknight meals? And then for something special, like maybe, are you doing a special birthday dinner? Yeah, we're gonna have the family over on, uh, Sunday, actually. Um, I've got, we've got tickets to the art museum tonight's, uh, a new exhibit, uh, the Tudor exhibit. So, oh, that'll be really cool. Some suits of armor, I hope. Yeah. Right. Oh, totally. (laughs) So, and then I think we're going to hit up, um, Aaliyah, which is in Ohio city. It's a nice, uh, wine bar. So very cool. uh, We'll we'll see how long Nana can keep control these perfect kids. Right. (laughs) (laughs) After a certain time, even she's like, guys, I'm out. (laughs) It's very true. Yes. Yes. We did a similar situation here for sure. The, uh, the meal planning still, um, you know, what we try to do with the kids too, is just allow them to eat, you know, whatever they want at at this Mm -hmm. point. Right. Um, they can figure it out. So they've, because my wife and I, we went, you know, plant-based for a little while. And then now we're back to omnivore and just like, mm-hmm. we wanted to learn more about it. So we just kind of got like, we went hundred percent in this, just who we are, you know? Right. So, right. And so, but no, none, none of that resulted in a restriction of, you know, what the kids would see. Right. We don't want them. Cause I was just, I was really worried, you know, if we got, if the only chicken tender my son ever had was, you know, an impossible chicken tender, then <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a processed item. Right. So like if, if anything, yeah. I want them, I try to get them to, um the store as many times as I can right yeah uh, to get them to shop with me I think that's the most positive thing oh yeah yeah the way that you and Emily are raising them is very like let's see what the world is going on let's yeah. see what's happening and it's I'm the same way. I'm pretty impressed yeah. I mean they definitely you know when they see the good marketing they're like we need that I'm like you put that back we <laughs> <laughs> are not here for that I was like you're looking at the colors in the box but look at the colors of the peppers right and so yes. and then we get them to buy the watermelon I'm like all right score there we go so it works. Yeah. No, it's, it's a journey. Yeah. yeah. And it's some of the insights that they come up with, especially just as they grow, as they get older. So my daughter's turning 14 soon. And it's just like, 
it's wild. I can't believe just like what a little amazing little person she is. Yeah, it's, it's I know. Very, very rewarding, definitely. And she's a picky eater, but she does like artichokes. Phases, yeah. She loves seafood. She loves the finer things. Like if I could get her crab legs every night, she would be completely happy. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> and that's, yeah, that is not financially viable at this point. No. <laughs> so, and I wanted to see, I wanted to ask you um, your culinary bucket list travel. Like where's somewhere that you want to go to eat something that you have not tried that you've been thinking about for a while? That's a great, uh, great question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to go to some of the blue zones in the world. Um, yes. and just like understand, yeah, yeah. you know, what they're eating, their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Cause I know it's not mm-hmm. as crazy as the lifestyles that we have. Right. It's I know just, we've got one in California. Yeah. There's one yeah. in Japan, something exactly. Mediterranean. I don't know yeah. the other ones, but yeah, yeah. because they're Probably. living forever there. There's like hundred year olds, like riding yeah. bikes all over town. <laughs> one thing I've noticed, they take a lot of naps. So I'm always trying to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> really but, that's interesting yeah. well see I feel like and I don't know I think this is like just growing up like my mom was like anti like she considers it like lazy like if you're a teenager like get up yeah. get it so I that kind of has held for me and sometimes when I take a nap in the afternoon if I wake up I'm like what day is it like where am I and I feel so groggy for so long so if there's like a there must be an optimal way I'm sure people have biohacked it where you can like take a nap that like actually will yeah. make you feel good <laughs> right where you immediately fall into REM yeah sleep yeah yeah, I think some of those areas, what you'll see around them, the environment, um, you know, how they're cultivating, you know, their ingredients, how they're, you know, yeah. taking care of their livestock, and that plays a huge role. I mean, we talk about like heirloom fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. like it's the same thing with like uh, cattle, right? So, yep. you know, they're because they produce and uh, end up producing different types of proteins really in their uh, milk. So it's based based on what they're fed, and I think we've all heard this in the food scene: you are what you eat, and you are what your food eats, right? Yes. So if our if our cows are only getting corn, then they're not going to be producing the right protein. Um, yeah. And that's the stuff that messes up with your molecular uh, structure inside your body, right? So uh, if you look at the smallest blue zones, I mean, they are drinking red wine, right? Uh, which is actually low in lectins. So it's actually mm-hmm. not um, as bad for you, right? As, uh, no, as I have some so, in my kitchen right now. I, it's a staple. What about, what about rosé? Rosé is sometimes made with red. So we'll, we'll go ahead and yeah. include rosé all day to that. I but no, you're right. They're, yeah. Sugar content is, uh, is uh, important. I think that's why the reds are less in sugar. Um, mm. But that's that's the overall goal is to not not spike you know your insulin in your body because that's it kind of creates a little bit of havoc, right? So it's either either eating a little bit uh, you know more frequently, which it, we've heard some of those athletes are like, I'm eating eight meals a day, and it's like, <laughs> oh god, like who needs to eat that much food? But it's yeah, it's, it's not like always, chicken parmesan yeah. with <laughs> side of spaghetti. Yeah. Yeah. They're really small meals, so it right. basically keeps their blood sugar like steady, which allows their body to you know again, not have to absorb everything and, and make it into fat and they can, you know, process it really quickly. Um, or it's the other way you can, you know, abstain from food for a little while, right. Go into a, a over eight hour, um, which is, you know, for is getting a normal night of sleep. Uh, if you can make it to 12, then your body has run out of glucose and you start to produce ketones, right. Uh-huh. Uh, which is good for just the process of, you know, it's not, it's, it's efficient in the sense where it helps you kind of shift from burning sugar into burning fat. Right. Which is, yeah. Kind of yeah. So basically kind of just like drain your body of that glucose storage. Uh, and the more frequently you do uh, intermittent fasting, it's actually easier for you to get into ketosis. So I always thought that it was a negative thing. Cause like, I don't like to long-term. eat in the morning. Like yeah. I just, I just yeah. have coffee with like whole milk. That's all I have yeah. sometimes until noon. And I always feel like I'm doing something kind of bad, but then I'm like, Hey, yeah. maybe I'm inter- maybe I'm intermittent fasting and I didn't even know it. It's yeah. possible. And I yeah. just, I, 
I have so many questions for you. Sure. Like, yeah. I, I would love yeah. to have you just like design a, a plan yeah. for me. <laughs> it would be yeah. wonderful. Yeah, so, we, could, we could definitely talk about that. For yeah, sure. yeah. I've, I've got many, many questions. And I always say, like, I, I just could talk to you forever. So I so appreciate having you on here. And we are going to, we're going to follow up through the summer, come visit. Maybe I'll like do some videos, like a little mini tour of the, just with my, my iPhone. Cause that's, that's how we're doing sure. now. Just very casual. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Yeah. No, thank you so so much for spending the time and all my well, best to your fam, your cats, Emily, happy birthday. <laughs> so <laughs> although by the time this comes out, it'll be belated, but <laughs> okay. yeah, have a great time with your fam. Thank you Thanks. so much. Thank you, Tara. Appreciate your time. All of your guests deserve the best. That means meeting every need and diet with options that don't sacrifice on deliciousness or indulgence. Rich's plant-based portfolio offers the most on-trend and accommodating solutions in the market. Pizzas, sandwich rolls, desserts, and more. Our plant-based healthcare solutions offer the versatility you need to serve better for you, better tasting meals your staff and guests will love. Learn more at richeshealthcare.com.